Afternoon Drive with Goodman and Mason, presented by Silter Har Mazda. A no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silter Har Mazda. Find them at sthmazda.com. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Andrew. Welcome back. Afternoon Drive. Goodman Mason. Watch us at You can reach us. Rocky Mountain Forest Products Twitter feed at Mace Denver at Eric Goodman. If you are looking for wholesale lumber to the public, go to rmfp.com. In the meantime, I want to tell you about the Tivoli Brewing Tap House on the Rary Campus. They are open again for business next time you're going to a game or a concert at Ball Arena, which is right across the street from the Tap House. You need to go there before or after for a much better beer at a much better price. And if you're planning on buying food at Ball Arena, don't. You know why? Bad Daddy's Burgers has put a location inside the tap house, and those burgers are fantastic. A burger and a beer at the Tivoli Brewing Tap House? Are you kidding me? For that type of price? And Bad Daddy's Burgers really are incredible. They are. So you want want to have burger and a brew at the tap house or ball arena? That is a no contest. Mm. So... Here's the deal. You need to go to the Tivoli Brewing Tap House. They are Colorado's original brewery. If you are not first, you're last. Time now for the buzz. The Buzz is presented by Mighty Plumbing and Heating. Why does Mighty Plumbing and Heating have nearly 155 star reviews? No one has better service and they will meet or beat any written offer. Go to MightyPH.com. All right, let's go out to the hotline. I want to bring in our friend Harrison Wind from VDNVR.com. Recently got back, I believe, from Nuggets Training Camp. Is that correct? I did. I did. I was out in sunny San Diego for a couple days last week. Uh, got back. Yeah, late last week. So it was a good trip. I was out there. It was was fun. It was good to be around the team. All right. So I understand the core four. Uh, The fans really like Jokic because he's so unassuming. He's a fun guy and he puts up huge numbers and he's the MVP. Right. You have Jamal Murray, who's not going to be playing much this year, but this guy could go off for 50. So fans love that. Aaron Gordon, Uh I know he's improved his game. Right. And I think he's going to be more of a force this year. But in terms of personality, he's really not bringing it. MPJ, he can score 20 and a quarter in a blink of an eye. I understand the core four. But why do I have this feeling that Bones Highland is going to be the fan favorite for years to come? (laughs) <laughs> because you're probably not wrong. <laughs> you're probably not wrong. I mean, the guy's just electric in everything he does. Uh, every interview, every soundbite, uh, he's got an incredible personality, and it looks like he's going to be pretty good, too. So there's just a lot to like, and I think you're probably spot on with that. So with that said, what is a reasonable expectation from Bones on a per-night basis this season? Yeah, it's funny. Um, I mean, he had a great game last night in that preseason opener. I think if he has a couple more games where, you know, he doesn't have to put up like 20-something points, but if he has a couple more preseason games like he did last night, I think he can probably grab a spot in the opening night rotation. And I think that probably means 10 minutes a game out the gate. Mm-hmm. probably not much more than that. Look, uh, he looked great in that preseason game, but this is still a rookie who's coming into a really veteran team uh, that's still pretty deep uh, without Jamal Murray. But 
Look, like I said, if, if he strings together a couple more games like he did last night, I think he's going to play You know, on opening night. Ten minutes a game? Um, I can see that. From what you saw at training camp and from what you heard from the guys talking about Michael Porter Jr., where mm-hmm. has his game gone up a level or two? I think in a couple areas. Uh, first of all, he's stronger than he was last season. And a big thing with Michael Porter is he wants to play or wants to be available for all 82 games. I mean, we talked about the injuries and his injury history a ton. The guy didn't miss a game due to injury last year. Uh, he was available for all 72 regular season games. So he wants to you know, be healthy, and he put on a lot of strength so his body can make it through the regular season. Uh, he spent a week with Steph Curry this summer working out in – uh, the Bay Area, and he said he picked up a lot of tricks from Steph, something that I'm going to look to see from him this year. You know how Steph Curry moves off the ball like more than anybody in the league? Like Steph Curry, one of the reasons he's so good, he tires out his defender from just constantly moving in the half court when he doesn't have the ball. That's something Porter needs to do better. He no needs kidding. to move without the ball more. Yep. We, we even saw this last night. I was hoping to see a little more off-ball movement from him last night so that's going to be something you know i'm looking to see from him so you know there's a lot like i think he's set up to have a great year um and i think he had a big summer too so and i think also he's just kind of ready to embrace the big role that denver needs him to take if he does kind of take those steps that he needs to take and of course Jokic keeps being Jokic, what does the dynamic of this team look like when Jamal Murray comes back, and would there be any awkwardness kind of getting him back up to speed chemistry-wise? I don't think there'd be too much awkwardness from a chemistry standpoint because before Jamal Murray went down, those three had really started to click. Uh, like Those three were really developing a chemistry, and the Nuggets were rolling um, with those three on the court together. So I don't think from a chemistry standpoint there would be any awkwardness the awkwardness might just come with the fact that usually when you come off an AC, ACL tear in basketball, you need the entire next offseason to really get right. right. So, you know, Jamal's going to come back, and he's going to probably want to be the player that he was pre-injury. But I'm just a little worried he's going to try to do a little too much, actually, when he does come back. And, look, this is a discussion to have in February, March, April, whenever he does. But he's not going to be able to be the player he was pre-injury, and I kind of hope – he realizes that when he does come back. Well, if MPJ is scoring, he will take a huge load off of Jamal Murray, especially if he is moving without the ball. We are talking with Harrison Wind, covers the Nuggets for thednvr.com. We know that Michael Porter Jr. took this offseason very seriously. Let's not forget that Aaron Gordon did as well. What did you see differently from him in training camp? The chatter around Gordon was that he was probably the training camp MVP. He looks a lot more explosive, and you even saw this a little last night. It seemed like he was looking to dunk everything around the rim, and that wasn't the case last season. Um, like Talking to people who are around the team and who have watched Aaron Gordon a lot, obviously like people with the Nuggets before they traded for him, he's been injured – pretty consistently these last few years in Orlando. This is the first time in a couple of years where he's entering a season fully healthy. Uh, he had a hamstring injury early last season. 
his ankle bothered him a lot more than he or the team really let on once he got to Denver after the trade deadline. And like his numbers finishing around the rim weren't great. But like I said, now he looks more explosive. He's looking to dunk everything. He's another guy who's going to be asked to pick up a little bit of the offensive firepower with Murray out. You wrote last week on the DMVR.com about Austin Rivers. What did you take from the conversation that you had with him, and what do you expect his rotational role to be this year? Yeah, Austin Rivers is so fascinating because um, he's a guy who came into the league with you know, so much name recognition, and he was a lottery pick and a lot of expectations, and he pretty much fell out of the league last year before Denver picked him up at the end of the season. So he's kind of got a renewed mindset, and he said some of this stuff before, but he's just really thankful to be in a place and have a role on a team because his basketball like standing in the league was kind of in jeopardy for a little, but well, he's going to come off the bench, and I've – I'm wondering if the final rotation spot is going to be a battle between him and Bone Tyler on a nightly basis. It seems like to me both those guys could be battling for minutes as Denver's 10th man. Okay, I want to look ahead. Not this year, but next year. Let's play the what-if game. What if Jamal Murray comes back from his injury next year the way that he can play? I'm not expecting it this year. What if yeah. Bones Highland takes a couple of steps for next year mpj does what we think he can do aaron gordon becomes more of an offensive force we know what he can do differently and throw in Jokic. you have been around basketball for a very long time you've looked at a lot of starting fives when you are looking at starting fives around the nba right now what do you think of this starting five I mean, that starting five would be among the best for sure. Uh, it would rival the Brooklyn Nets, who probably have the best starting five. They have the best big three in the league. Um, I, nobody's stopping that starting five from an offensive standpoint, I'll tell you that. Nobody has the defenders to, to limit those guys. Jamal, Bones, Porter, Aaron Gordon, Nicole Jokic, nobody would be stopping that group. The thing I wonder, though, and I've had this theory for a while, but if you surround Jamal Murray, Michael Porter Jr., and Nikola Jokic with two just A-plus defenders, right? Mm -hmm. maybe that's what you need. And I think Aaron Gordon can be that guy. Bones Highland isn't going to be you no. know, an A-level defender next year, probably even the year after that. Um, so I've always wondered you know, maybe if that's the formula – for this team, and look, like you can dream that up, and maybe that perfect guy isn't out there. So maybe P.J. Dozier could be that guy. I don't know. Um, but I, I've always wondered if that's a formula. You have that big three offensively, and then you put two really like A-level defenders around them. Maybe that's all you need. Hey, Harrison, thanks for your time as always. Really appreciate it, buddy. Thanks, Harrison. Yeah, take care, guys. All right, see you, man. All right, coming up after the break, we're going to play a game called What's Real, What's Fake? It's going to be rapid fire on a bunch of different topics, including are the Broncos still in good shape? Chargers, legitimate Super Bowl contenders. Kansas City, a Super Bowl contender with that defense. Steelers, the worst team in the AFC North. That and a whole bunch more. Next. Some search for the E so I can get some phones rolling in my ride, chilling all alone. 
Just hit the east side of the LBC on a mission trying to find Mr. Warren G. Seen a couple of girls.